Welcome, welcome, welcome to Lady Bobo Speaks, everyone. It's your girl, Lady Bobo. And we're here for the first episode. Well, I'm so excited. I'm excited. And let's jump straight into it. Episode 1. Wars and Rumors of Wars, Part 1. Yes, you heard right. Part 1. This is actually going to be a four-part series, so stay tuned. <laughs> so let's jump straight into it, huh? Matthew 24, verses 6 to 8. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, for the end is still to come. Nation will, wa- will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Are these wars between nations and countries, political political parties, royal families, government members, citizens, families, friends, within ourselves, or is it low-key all of the above? When you think about it, it's actually all of the above. Take, for instance, Ephesians 6, verse 11 through 19. Specifically, verse 12. (laughs) Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, authorities, and the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Therefore put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit, on all occasions, with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And I take this little, this little, little, little personal because you know that this, 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 this podcast. So. <laughs> Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 20 goes on to say, For which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly, as I should. Let's hop back to first verse 12, because verse 12 is really one of the main entrees in this buffet right now, okay? In this three-course meal. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against rulers, authorities, powers of the dark world, and spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. So really the main war is within ourselves and Satan. If the war is not against flesh and blood, 
but against unseen spiritual beings or for people that can see them, seeing spiritual beings, what is their purpose in us having to constantly war with them? They seek to destroy the gifts and the purpose that God has placed within us. Okay, so how do we identify these wars? Through political and spiritual division, family division, self-division. Yes, division within yourself. In this episode, we will cover political and spiritual division, how it affects leadership, and people that are under their leadership. So we like to say politics is corrupted and it's, and it's dirty, but does it have to be? The answer is no. Because for instance, let's, let, let, let's go back to the, let's go to the Old Testament. Let's, let's look at some people there, like the Israelites. They were led by God through judges and prophets that were handpicked by him, right? For the first couple books of the Bible, it was like that. And then the Israelites just had to go and say, yo, we're tired. Y'all need to sit yourself down. We want one king. And the Lord said through his servant to the people, y'all want a king. (laughs) A king? Don't ask y'all what I ask. Don't ask y'all for what I ask y'all for. The king don't do that. You know what the king does? A king is going to take your sons and daughters making slaves. Your sons and daughters are going to work for this king. You're going to have to give your money to this king, your time to this king, your food to this king. You're going to have to give your freedom, your liberty to this king. And even though they knew and they heard what God had said a king would have done to their freedom, they were still... Like, we want the king. Give us the king. Give us the king. And God said, okay, here's your king. And I believe that this is the root to some of our problems in society today. Am I saying overthrow your government and become an anarchy? No, not at all. I am saying that history can depict how the future is going to be. Anyway, the Bible does speak about spiritual wickedness, though, in high places. So how do political and spiritual leaders lead? How how do they lead? Or, better yet, the question is, how can they lead a nation or a church under the influence of the Holy Spirit and not allow the submission of so many lives under their leadership to kick the Holy Spirit to the back burner and get to their heads. Clear answer is through prayer, fasting, and total submission to God. But the even bigger question is, why so much division? Plain and simple, our focus is shifted. We don't ask God for help in any endeavors. We 
say I can do bad all by myself. And I'm not saying you can't do bad by yourself, but not 100% by yourself. You need help because God is the ultimate source of strength. He is the ultimate source of everything that you will need in this life. He is our go-to. He should always be our go-to. He should always be front and center. But I'm gonna take it back to the Old Testament. Let's go to the let's go to King Saul, huh? Yeah, let's go to the Israelites' first ever king. Whoopee! Who was Saul chosen by? God. Yes, you could say, oh, Samuel went to him and anointed him. Samuel is whose servant? God's servant. And therefore, God chose Saul to be their king. And for those of you that don't know, the tribe of Benjamin, as I was taught, does not birth kings. They, they, they don't. They are what you would call your soldiers. Their tribe birthed fighters. Their tribe birthed people that go out and conquer. Not people that lead, necessarily. Right? But God saw fit, mm, let me choose shy little Saul here. Sometimes you're going to lead this nation. And of course, Saul was shy at first. Saul was like, I can't do it. I can't. Eventually, he grew into it. But he overgrew, if that's a word. <laughs> he overgrew into his kingship. Because he allowed overconfidence, <laughs> his ego, um, and his pride to get in the way of what God wanted. And therefore, we saw his demise. So what actually happened to Saul, if I wanted to break it down to you? Saul not only lost sight physically of what God wanted him to receive by way of his victories, he also spiritually lost sight of where God wanted him to be. And also, and also, he psychologically lost himself. Like, literally, like, if y'all remember how David came into play, David came into play because this dude was being tormented. Well, we call it mental illness today, in which it is from a psychological standpoint. But spiritually, he was being tormented by demons, right? And this dude was going crazy. One minute, he was trying scratching on walls, trying to... Tell the spirits to get away from me, leave me alone. And then the next minute he was calm, sitting down on his throne. I want a cup of tea. And David had to be called in to soothe his spirit. That's what happened to Saul. And I believe the same thing is figuratively happening in our governmental, governmental system as well as in the body of Christ. Although we were born in sin and in iniquity, as said, in Psalm 58 verse 3, how does division come about? How does this political and, and, and spiritual division come about? It comes about when one person convinces a group of people that their agenda 
which is contrary to the actual agenda, is better than the actual agenda. And the people that are convinced that this contrary agenda is legit are in the wrong because they have been blinded by another person, thought, idea, influence, thing. And this influence that they have been convinced by, this influence that they have been led by, can not only spark insubordinance, but total rebellion. Another biblical example, let's look at Lucifer. What happened to him? We all know the story of Lucifer, don't we? Lucifer was kicked out of heaven. Lucifer and his followers, not just Lucifer. Lucifer and his followers. Why? Because Lucifer had the I can do bad all by myself mentality. God is a perfect God. God is a jealous God. God that doesn't mean God is like, mm, I want that, give it to me. No, no, no. God created everything. But God wants us to himself. God wants the beings that he has created all to himself. He does not want to share with anyone. So let's go back to Lucifer. Lucifer is following, kicked out of heaven, because Lucifer had the I can do bad all by myself mentality. I can do bad all by myself attitude. I am better than God. I can kick God so far down the ranks, God will have to claw his way back up here. And it was almost immediately, God was like, oh really? <laughs> Bye. And Lucifer and his following was kicked out. We don't need any more division. Most of us don't want any more division anywhere, but specifically in politics and in the church as we see it now. But I honestly believe it is because we have given room to Satan. That we have given room to Satan. Verse 11 in Ephesians 6 says, Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. I said earlier that the devil's schemes is to destroy our purpose and our gift that God has given us in this life. Whether we find it or not. It's his purpose to destroy it. The Bible specifically says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So why are we giving the room? Why are we giving devil, the devil, um, sorry, a spare our guest room to stay in for the night and he can do a thousand times more damage in one night than he, than we can do in an hour to someone else. Like, why are we doing that? And then verse 18 in Ephesians 6 says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers. That's that, that means spiritual warfare, you know, all kinds of prayers and requests. And with this in mind, be alert and always keep, and keep on praying for the Lord's people. That includes yourself. Even if it's a short, quick prayer like, God, give me wisdom and understanding for the day. Lord, I ask you to guide me as I go throughout this day. Lord, don't let no one try me. 
as ratchet as that last line sounds, for some people, it literally works because they know within themselves, if I let this person try me, if I let this person get to me, I am going to jail. I'll probably go to hell too. So let me just ask God one time, don't let nobody try me today. I want to have a good day. I want to be in the right mindset. I want to wake up in the right mindset, go to bed in the right, right mindset, go through the rest of my day with the right mindset, you know? So why are we giving Satan room? We shouldn't be giving Satan room because when we give him room, that's where destruction happens. And a lot of people say church and state can mi- cannot mix. That's another thing. I <laughs> I highly disagree. I highly disagree. They can. They can. Because why? When you have the right person that is constantly in tune with God, and they are working hand in hand with the people of this nation to lead them to bigger, better things, you will see prosperity. You will see life. You will see improvements. You will see increase. You will see fruitfulness. You will see all of these things you have never seen before. It was said in service today when I, um, when I went to church that when you have that spirit of power, when you behave with the spirit of power and not power like, oh, I can step on you, you are nothing but trash to me, not that kind of power. When you're walking in your authority, in your God-given authority that, yes, I can defeat the enemy, I can be a positive, I can be a good person, I can do this, I can do that, I can do the next thing, as long as I put my mind to it, I can do it. But we call it positivity, all right? Or optimism. When we move in the spirit of optimism and power to that degree, we do not give Satan room to come in and instill fear, to come in and do any damage, nothing at all. Because we are walking in our God-given authority, our God-given ability. I don't know, but I honestly believe that there's a lot of changes that need to be made within the hearts and minds of men first towards Christ before we can see the change that we want to see. Because not all the time the change that we want to see is the change that is needed. But political and spiritual leaders, they just need to be more in tune. As spiritual leaders, they're supposed to be radiating. Like, they're supposed to be oozing the Spirit of God on their lives and not to the point where, oh, we're falling out 
in total reverence <laughs> over falling out because oh the spirit's too strong i mean if it happens it happens but like you're supposed to be take for instance peter Peter just had to walk by a person that was either lame, deaf, blind, and they were healed because the Spirit of God was literally oozing from him. He was always in tune. That's where spiritual leaders, not just spiritual leaders, but Christians in its entirety need to be. We need to be there. We need to be in God's presence so much and for so long that by the time we get out <laughs> to back to society, we look completely different. Like we went into the presence of God with a pink dress on and we come back in yellow. <laughs> if it looks like that to the person. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but I'm just saying like we need to have that kind of transformation in our lives. Same thing with political leaders. All of these spiritual leaders that are in political places, use your spiritual power. Proclaim, and I'm not trying to say this to down anyone or to get back at anyone or to try to defame anyone, but I'm saying use your spiritual power to do the right thing, to get things in order. The things you want to see, you got to start with yourself. You got you to be the change. You got to start it. If nobody else will. If they don't want to hear you, start it anyway. Now, if it's against the law and the law tells you not to do it, then, of course, you got to obey the law. Don't do it. But at the same time, if you know you can make a change and you can be highly influential, do so. Please. For the love of Christ and all of his creation, <laughs> do so. But... Walking in spiritual power is what all of these leaders need to do. And that's my take on this episode. That's what I have to say. And I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If y'all want a part 1.1... <laughs> Or another segment to this part, and just let me know. I don't know. But part two, hopefully, will be coming out soon. I'm going to give you all a little sneak peek as to what part two is going to be about, I believe. Part two is going to be about division in families. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Part two is going to be about division in families y'all i don't i don't know i don't i don't even know if i can write this one because woo, it's a lot it's a lot there's probably a lot of things i'm going to be repeating again in that episode but that's what part two is going to be be on the lookout for that one and maybe coming soon i don't know but i'm excited I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. This was fun. This was so fun, y'all. Um, check out my socials, of course. I'm going to be listing them later. But let me know if you guys want to hear any specific topics from me and speak on anything specifically. It can be from any 
in any type of, you know, category, whether it be games that I haven't played or anything, or books that I haven't read, and you want me to like do a little research about it and read up about it, or a specific author or singer, or a song that, you know, you heard and kind of want some background info on it, let me know, let me know, let me know, let me know. So, this is the end of this first episode, which I am so excited for, because I can't wait for you guys to hear it, can't wait for your opinions, can't wait for your comments, can't wait for your critiques, um, what could have what I could have done, what could have been better, what I could have said. I just can't wait to hear all the feedback. I'm so excited for this, guys. Love you. This podcast is an Anchor original. Script by Lady Bobo. Follow, support, and leave questions or topic requests on my Instagram at cdwriter242 or at L-A-D-Y-B-O-B-O-S-I-N-G-S. Follow me at Twitter, D-E-A-N-C-H-A-L-O-N-D-R-A, or at TikTok at SingerLady, with three I's, three A's, and three Y's. And for more updates, or for the Facebookers, follow my page, Lady Vovo Speaks. Email me at L-A-D-Y-V-O-V-O-E-N-T-I-R-E at gmail.com for business inquiries. Thank you all for listening, and make sure to turn on notifications on all my socials or your favorite streaming sites. My phone number, or my business number, is 814-3333. That, I will be sending out my Twitch account, I believe, and you will get some updates from there too. But anyway, peace to the nation, peace to the world, God loves you more than I do, until next time, bye!